Hey everyone, time for Geocache Talk. Whether you work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Overcast, Radio Public, Spotify. You can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick at Cashley, one Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, <clears throat> Sodak Zach, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy1276, The No Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cache Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Dremelot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, The Bruce Zero, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant USMC, Little Gears, Albedo 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, AFK Geocaching, Josh Boggs, Carrot Killer, Korsgat, Geocaching with Lampe, Bren Tim 07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada, Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, Kazeli, Dragon, Gunter Hunters, Acme Wildcashers, P triple zero one eighty K Sarah and our new patrons Eastern Girls KC Billy Robson Fox and the Hound TX Wolf Totem K Blast Landlocked Pirate Fam and State Key. I got to work on the pronunciation of that last one. I think I can get it right, but. State 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 a key. State a key. I'll have to work on that one. <laughs> if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get X tags, the new blackout coins. We're talking about a lot of coins tonight, but I'll show you real quick the blackout coin. Ooh. Fancy stuff there. Uh people I've had a I've had a lot of good comments on the and it's the same uh the same backing that we've had before so that's kind of cool we kept back um other geocaching items during the year uh, as well as bonus content invites to special events only for patrons support levels start at as little as three dollars a month well let me we're gonna have a big show tonight well let me start by welcoming my co-host jesse who's on mute there he goes 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I try to put it on mute so I that uh, I don't laugh at your, you know, pronouncing the name yes. sometimes. So yeah, it could be. <laughs> trying to interrupt you and have to I get you to start over. <laughs> it can be quite but, comical. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the show tonight. This is one that I'm actually. I know we we've gotten to talk a little bit offline, but I, I'm. I'm actually really interested in this topic because I've mm-hmm. never really pulled the trigger myself. So this walking through the process is kind of neat. So, and so much be- of it, like you said, yeah, so much of it, we really don't know. And that's why this is going to be great to have on who we have on. So let me mm-hmm. jump into show one Oh nine for July 29th. As we welcome to the show, John Paul Barr to the show. Welcome to geocache talk. Evening. Good to be here. Thanks for being on, and it's um, it's quite warm in Estonia, is what I'm hearing, or at least near Just where you are. a little bit, yeah. We, we reached um, around about 35 degrees Celsius, so it was about 95, 96 degrees Ugh. Fahrenheit, so we're all baking here. <laughs> Yuck, that's bad. Um, yeah, so um, if you see a little sweat on John Paul, it's not because we're, we're grilling him too hard on geocache. <laughs> <laughs> Geocoin questions because it's a little warm there today. So, all right, we have to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, well, first we're going to jump to some news and then we'll get into the the uh, topic. But so, geocaching news. We got to start with the the GT stash, the geocache talk stash update. So, um, the first clue came out last week. The second clue came out today. It was. Yep, actually already out uh, before the show started. It's out. So I don't know if anybody so, has already found it yet, but um, <laughs> so the one thing we'll say about the clues so far is these first two clues apply to all of the containers that are out there or stashes that are out there. Right. They will get more specific to individual ones in the future, and these first two have been you can find them both on the website. Yes, that's all we're going to say about them. Uh, but keep in mind that as we move forward. Uh, many of the other ones will be on social media. They'll be on all the stuff in the geocache talk network yep. universe, so to speak. Yep. Uh, Everybody uh, should have access to all of them as long as they're looking. So the second clue is out and up there and ready for people to find it. The first clue is still there as well. Yep. And it'll, they'll always be yeah, And they'll stay on there for the duration of this uh, if, um, hunt. One thing that, um, and you can comment too on this, Jesse, the fact that I think, um, people may be overthinking sometimes things. I mean, it, it reminds me a lot of when I try to do a puzzle. I think of it like I try. I I tend to overthink it. I think. Yeah, it. You never know, really, right? So it's like when regular puzzles come out. You know, geocache comes out, and you'll look at it and oh, that's easy. I know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you'll look at it and go, I don't even know where to start. I have no clue. I, I don't get it. And other people will be zipping along, figuring it out. And you're like, well, wh- how? What? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one of those things that either, you know, there are puzzles are all hard until you figure them out. And then they're easy. Then they're easy. Then you're like, oh, well, obviously this is yeah. obvious. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't make it so hard that you've got to count the stitches in your U.S. flag hat. We're not that. Shh, that's clue number three. Why are that's you giving it away? Right? Because now they'll be wanting to do that. Everybody will be zooming. Yeah, right. They're like, oh, he mentioned the stitches in the U.S. hat. And- yeah, these these first ones are not that hard. But in the future, as we get more specific, they will absolutely get more yeah. difficult. We'll move up that difficulty, you know, more stars, so to speak. Right. Difficulty rating. 
But not yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Um, and then um, the loot we talked about, um, and we we even showed the loot that we uh, that is in the stash as of today. We're actually adding today. We're adding another. Mm-hmm item to the loot so we're just going to steep that treasure chest is going to just keep we're just going to fill it until we have to build a new larger like treasure chest and we'll go replace the old treasure chest and just put more stuff in it so it's going to be packed until it virtually overflows virtually overflows (laughs) (laughs) what do you want to tell them what we're adding yeah absolutely so wayne borman um our friend in england is um, he's really big. He's been really getting into 3D printing lately. I don't know if everybody's following him, but definitely follow him on Twitter or, or different uh, face, you know different places. But he's having a lot of fun printing and having the um, the crazy things that can happen when you're trying to do 3D printing. But he's been pretty successful. He's had a couple issues where the thing messed up on him right toward the end. But anyway, he contacted us and said, I know that this first one is not international. I know it's in the lower 48 of the U S but I want to, I want to be part of it. So he is sending us this week, a 3d printed geocache that we're going to place inside the virtual treasure chest. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, definitely cool. That yep. is very cool. I've never put one of those out before. I've found one, mm-hmm. you know, that somebody else hid. I've never put one out, but I'd like to though, just to just to have one, a neat oh. one in the area, in a very very safe place. And I thought it was just so neat that, you know, he didn't go. Well, it's not. It, this isn't going to. This isn't apply to England. So I'm not, I don't care. He saw it more as an opportunity to be a part of this, and so I, I you know. More power to anybody that wants to be involved. I mean, just you know, you email us at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Now, eventually, I think if this goes well, you know, people are going to be able to hunt around the world in different places. You know, yeah, if this is successful, we definitely want to try it uh, a worldwide one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the way to Estonia. We'll see. Ooh, I might actually get people over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about yeah, we're talking about some visitors you had recently from from uh, this from North America. But uh, all right, uh, webcam watch and virtual rewards, Jesse. So virtual rewards uh, up to 1889 now. So uh, mm-hmm. August 24th is when they have to be in. So less than a month. Uh, I, I'm really hoping we get. I don't know what my initial prediction was. I think I said three thousand. Yeah, of the four. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I would really like to at least see us over 2,000. So that's only 111 more to go. Yeah. Yep. We could definitely get that if people would just, if anybody's out there and has one, please put it out. You know, I, well, you're, you guys are sitting on one. What's the deal? Uh, a group, what, yeah. So, and it, that may be a lot what it is. Uh, <laughs> we've got a great, and that's a good point. So we've got a great one that we've got planned, and I think it'll be a really fun experience if we can get all the permissions. Um, but we're getting closer, closer now, and I'm having to deal with you know uh, media and things like that to get the permissions for for what we're doing. Um, well, it's not a secret, so I'll say what it is. It's it's with Denver International Airport. So but we have to go through the media department and all their people, and they're they're you know of course mm-hmm. they have to you know it's it is what it is right I'm, nobody can get hurt right doing this no it's no, you it's know virtual question nothing to it. <laughs> um but you know everything is a scam right so they have to be extra careful and yeah um but if if we don't do that 
we're gonna have a backup one to be done, but it just won't be spectacular. Yeah, this one's should be a lot of fun for anybody flying through, and there's you know a couple different components. It's easy, but anybody can get it flying through. That's a general idea, right? Yeah. Um, but we're gonna have a backup just in case at the last minute if it we can't get the permissions, we're we're at least gonna get one out. I don't want to be one of the people that sits on it and doesn't do one. So yeah. I'm surprised. I really am that we haven't gotten a little bit closer to four thousand. I really, but that's an, that's who knows. Um, so Tom mentioned you couldn't place caches in airports. That's actually events that yeah. he's thinking of. Yeah, you can. The new guidelines say you can't place caches in airports. It was actually events that you can't have near you know commercial hubs and things like that. Probably physical containers too. There's probably some. Yeah. No, because there are several here in Europe, um, actually mm. at the uh, airports. I know there's one um, in Germany where you, you have to go to the lost and found counter oh, and ask. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that's great. Yeah, I remember, um, yeah, Joshua, geocaching vlogger, he found one. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of restrictions, but you, like you guys saying, but anyway, yeah. Um, well, we'll have a backup in case ours doesn't get out. Well, you know, yeah. we'll have something. It'll just be a historical landmark as a backup, you know, that's just on the side of the road somewhere or something. Cool. Something fun like that, but that's not what I want to do. I no, want to I do this one that we built and built this huge thing, you know, and, uh, but you can only do what you can. So, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, quick note, um, just, uh, about events, um, this coming Saturday, um, I have an event in Franklin. I mentioned it before. I just want to make another last quick note, uh, Franklin, Massachusetts, um, GC seven terrain four six six, um, and um, got pretty good chunk of uh, you know pretty good uh, gathering of folks I think uh, from the area are going to be there. So um, I'm bringing a, a some items, door prizes, and duck duck uh, tail trackables to give away. So looking forward to that. And then you're uh, doing you're doing. Are you still doing your week? You're not your weekly. You're, um, you're still, yeah. Summer of Cito. Summer of Cito. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of ties into what I was going to say next to the, uh, mm-hmm. just it's, it's still a couple months out, but, uh, the fall Cito reward weekend is coming up. Right. Um, the reason why we're even mentioning it this early ahead of time is because it takes a little while to arrange a Cito. Yeah. Uh, it's not like a regular, you know, coffee event where you just throw it together and, don't have to worry about it. You know, six, seven people show up when you're actually cleaning stuff up. You got to get permissions. You have to sign waivers and stuff like that. So, yeah, because you're out there in the wild, right. And you're picking up stuff that you don't know what it is and you got to mm-hmm. be safe. So, um, if you're going to put together a CETO, if you're going to publish a CETO for the September, start finding your place now, yep. get permission long time ahead of time. So people can plan for it because those are a minimum of an hour. And, you know, it usually requires a little more than other stuff. So give people advance notice, but if there's not one near you, publish one and, and get your CETO out. And the, the series that we've been doing, it took a lot of work to get it started. But all summer, we've picked one school yeah, uh, that's each a cool week. Idea. And we're mm-hmm. in our local school district. We're going around and cleaning up the grounds. Some of the stuff that the you know that the maintenance people don't have time to get to, like little cigarette butts and little pieces of scraps of paper and stuff like that. Yeah, um, We learned a lot with that. We learned that an elementary school is really easy to clean, and a high school takes more people than we usually have. So, <laughs> a lot more <laughs> junk around. Yeah, uh, at a high which is school. a good note. Before you call and tell somebody you're going to clean up their land, make sure you're going to have enough people to actually be able to do it. Right. So it doesn't look like you just clean up one little small section. You know, make yeah. sure you don't bite off more than you can chew. I guess. Uh, Cedos can be pretty easy, or they can be you know 
pretty complicated. So I'd just make sure you're you're you know what you're getting into with it. But it's the fifteenth through the twenty third. By the way, that's Cedo Week this yes. fall. Fall Cedo Week, September fifteenth through twenty third, around the world. So and real quickly, we uh, webcam watches down. There's uh they're going down a little bit. We haven't lost a lot lately, but we do currently have eight disabled. So that yeah, means we could drop down a few. I need to find the one from Daniel Close. He sent me a note today. I'll put we'll put it in next week's notes. But he he thinks they're down, uh, or he knows it's down um, in uh, England. Um, they're down another one, so it's kind of oh well, sad. Yeah, one of them, one of them that's currently disabled is one of the last two in my state. So that's kind of sad. And there's only one, right, John Paul, in your area. There's only one left in Estonia. Yeah, there used to be several around um, around Tallinn here, but now the, the the last one is down south in um, a city called Viljandi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, yeah, that's the last one here. Wow. I think I managed to get at least yeah, I managed to get two of them um, in the good. early days, Tallinn, and obviously the one there. But that's the last one that we have here. Wow, wow. Do you had you had another note? You want to oh yeah, that? so. This. I got to show off my new shirt. Oh, sweet. Yes, from my in-house designer. That's right. So, that's You're right. T- my my aunt that lives with us, is uh, d- she makes shirts and you know as a hobby, not as a business. But right. she made me a – she's like, awesome. hey, you want me to make your shirt? I'm like, yes, I absolutely do. Awesome. So, Geocache Talk Podcast. So sweet. that's a pretty cool one there. I like I it. I like it. But, so brand new. Now, of course, I got it and I'm wearing it for the show and you can't even see it on the show. So yeah, <laughs> we didn't have the head part. Right. So you can't right. see anything. <laughs> but yeah. I had to show it off anyway. So that is awesome. Yeah. Good. For, glad she got to be part of the. And she made you a couple shirts before, though, right? Yeah, she's made she's made some other shirts too. I love that, it though. That's, out, like you know, for events and stuff like that. I like that, that one. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, all right, let's get let's dig into this. This is going to be a cool topic. Um, we're talking with John Paul Barr, um, we got some different things. We've got an announcement here in a, in a moment, but first, let's kind of get some background. So, John Paul, tell us a little bit about. Um, Give us the story of, of you know, I, I know you, you, uh, you, cause we've talked about before. You're not native to Estonia, but tell us where you, where you were born, raised, grew up and how you kind of got, uh, I guess, that's I guess confusing. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my dad's like, uh, Irish. My mom's English. Yeah. I was born in England, but, um, in 87, so I'd have been what, about 12, I guess, 11, mm-hmm. 12. We, Packed up and moved first to Greece and then to Cyprus, where Cyprus. we settled. Right. So I spent 20 years living there, going to school and working mm-hmm. as such, um, until 2008 when um, my wife, who uh, we'd already been married about five years, um, had was kind of getting a bit homesick. And the, it was exactly the same period of time that the, um, the uh, global um, recession hit. Mm-hmm. I just got hit really bad, and we had a, a newborn son. So we thought, okay, well, let's um, let's move over here and see if things are any better. Um, to an extent, it was um, Cy- Cyprus would have, yeah, it would it wouldn't have taken very long for me to get back into what I was doing, which was um, uh, renovating listed buildings. But then I would never have got into geocaching. I would never have got into just getting back to my design roots, right? And wouldn't be where I am now doing um, coin design. So, you know, in, in a way, you know, as I say, one door closes, another opens. So, you know, that's the way I look at it. And, uh, yeah, it's 
a long way around, but uh, we got there in the end. Yep. Very cool. Yep. Um, so um, you were doing. We talked about this also before. Uh, you've been you've been doing. You you kind of had some other business that you were doing, and you kind of were doing coin design kind of on the side, right? And it kind of took off for well, you. You've been successful enough to do it now full time, right? What happened was that my, my business when I first moved here to to Estonia was was the antique business because I, yeah. I my father was a master of saw and I apprenticed with him. And that's what I got into over here because there, there, there was a, a shortage of good restorers and such. But although there was work, there really wasn't the money in it that it was in other countries. Right. Um, a lot of that's due to the history here. They just don't have the antiques that they have anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up working a lot of hours for very little money. And at that period, about that same time, I discovered uh, geocaching totally by accident. Somebody mentioned it in a facebook post i think and right I'm like what's that <laughs> what is um, that i was visiting my parents in cyprus at the time and and we live in a mountain village you know up in the mountain you know 800 meters up the mountain and i yeah i as a joke i punched in you know the the, the left of the village uh, name into into the geocaching map and it's like oh yeah there's two in you know a couple of hundred meters from you i'm like wow yeah, that's <laughs> that's but okay and, yeah. I, and it was one of these situations that if I'd have gone to the location, bearing in mind I had no GPS, I was utilizing Google Maps and right. um, hoping I knew where I was going. Um, <laughs> and it was a case of if I hadn't have found anything that day, I would have just like, yeah, okay, that was fun, nothing here, and moved on. Right. But because there was an actual cache at the location, it was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Uh, and, I, and I thought, I've got to do more. And I managed to get, while I was on holiday there over the week, I managed to get another nine. Mm, um, wow. Again, utilizing Google Maps only, um, which is pretty difficult, I might Yeah. Um, uh, that's pretty cool, though. But the second co- the second cache I found, I actually found a an unactivated geocoin. And I had absolutely no idea what it was. Right. So you know, my interest peaks and I started doing research into looking as to what it was and, you know, where it came from and, and, and this, this and the other. And I discovered the Geocoin forum on uh, geocaching oh, websites. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Back before Facebook took over. I mean, it was, it, you know, there was a lot of fun on, 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 on the, the forum. And <laughs> it was, there, there was so much, you know, camaraderie there. So many people that, all enjoyed the same thing and you know they did their missions and you got to send stuff to people and receive stuff from all over the world including coins and it really got you into the whole collecting side of it wow um mm-hmm. and as i looked more and more into it i found that uh Estonia was one country that just never had their own national coin right so i started looking into how that could be done and at the same time somebody told me that uh that some of the u.s geocaching shops were uh, offering um, designers a chance to produce co- uh, or to produce their designs. They would, they would, you would design for them. You would, they would take the design and you would get a percentage of the coins they made in artist editions. Oh, cool. Okay. And I thought, okay, well, I, I can do that. And I produced a couple. Um, in fact, I think I've got the fir- first one I ever designed here. Oh, wow. Yeah, there it is. Right. There we go. I so this it. was... A little bit of fun. Yeah, it's uh, a crocodile with a, um, for our audio with, listeners, crocodile with an ammo can. Right. Uh, and, really cool. um, in, its, in its mouth. I like that. 
and we thought, you know, and as as I started producing these for them, I was also trying to produce the one for um, uh, Estonia, but I was doing that alone. Through the trials and errors that I made making that one, mm-hmm. I kind of thought, well, hang on a sec, I can actually do this myself. I don't need to give my designs away to a, another company. Right. Um, and I started doing it a bit at a time um, until I produced uh, the last one for them, which was a kind of a bit of a personal one, which is a background to me, which is my, my, my Celtic roots, which yeah. was this one here, which um, allowed me to play with uh, levels of a coin because I didn't realize before then there it goes. Yep. There, you it actually here. have up to five levels that is um, in a coin and you can you can actually get quite a, a lot of good effects yeah. without having to go 3D and such just by utilizing those five levels. Well, I like the fact too on that jump hall, it's not just round. I mean, round's okay, but I like the fact that you did sort of like we did with 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 ours with the, you know, it's got the extra little uh, spikes. I, I think you did. I think that was a cool idea as well. Yeah, it's going uh, with the compass rose idea. Yeah, um, yeah. As you said, most people at that time were still uh, there's a lot of round coins more yeah. than there were just standard. Yep. Um, uh, yep. Cool. So we're going to get into kind of how how you even begin. I know we're going to get into that here in a second. I do want to mention, though, that um, we're adding tonight uh, our uh, sponsorship is going up because we're we're bringing John Paul Barr on as a sponsor of Geocache Talk. So we're very excited, John Paul, to have you on. Uh, along with uh, our other sponsors, and um, it's very exciting. We we really yeah. um, we we met uh, a while back, and we we uh, been sitting on Jesse. We, we were look. We we we're sitting on more uh, info that we've kept other than just the stash. We kept our we information. Yeah. Well, it's always we get to. Well, that's for another show. Well, we keep putting it on for another show, right? Yeah. So, so this uh, actually worked out great uh, mm-hmm. that we um, we kind of put it all together tonight to talk about. So anyway, so if you go, if you want to find, I mean, you can, you can go Google and find it um, and uh, we'll leave, a, there'll be a link in the show notes. But also now you just go to the Geocache Talk website and you, there's a link to it and you can just click there and go right straight to the website that you can start the process. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's not difficult. It just takes that first step. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about because this is fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. and Jesse and I are fascinated by this. But we're, we're going to start with how you even begin the process of thinking about or I mean, you thought about it, <laughs> but you don't know where to go or what to do next, I guess. Is that, is that a good way to put it, Jesse? Yeah, I think uh, many people that, you know, now there's some people in the chat room I know that just from personal experience, I know they've been involved with the process before, like for events, help it out with events and stuff like that. But I think that's one of the, the things that many cashers, uh, once they've been in the game for a little while, they, they've seen the coins, they really like the coins, and they're like, you know, I really want to do one for us or for our family or for, you know, our little group here or whatever, you know. Um, but I think it's kind of intimidating for people because like, well, I've seen him do it for big events and, you know, this and that, but how, how do I even start? And I think that's always the question. How do you start this? How do you even 
from day one, how do you decide? Okay, I've decided I finally want to do my coin. Now what do I do? So I think this will be this will be good uh, good for a lot of those people that have that same question and hadn't really pulled that trigger, so to speak. Right. Well, I think um, the, the main the main thing is to understand that it's not a, a cheap investment, um, and you, you've got to look at it from the point of view is are you looking at this specifically as a giveaway that you're going to give to people as you meet them, or you're going to mm. throw into a cash or, or something like that, or are you going to actually want to make a bit of money back? And you know, quite often, I recommend to people to have two or three versions of, of their coin, um, keeping one version to be able to give out. It's what I do myself, and mm. you know, have a set number that you know that you can you can get away with giving these out without being completely broke. Right. Um, right. <laughs> And, and then have, you know, either one or two versions that you are going to, you know, sell to people. There's, no, there's nothing stopping you giving those away as well, if, if that's what you wish. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, at least be able to recap some of the money you've put into it. It makes it easier to go, okay, well, maybe I'll do another one next year or a special event or something mm-hmm. happens in your life. You think, I want to celebrate that with it. Yeah, I've got a bit of money stashed away from the last one. We can, we, we can, we can add to that. Um, so that, that, that's always a good place to start, but just remember that it, it, things have got a lot easier over the years. I mean, I remember when uh, the mints at one point, you could only do a minimum, a minimum of 300 coins. Um, you know, you were, you were, had a layout of, you know, 17, 18, $2,000, you know, before you even started. Right. Mm. That number has decreased considerably. I mean, you can make, um, I think the minimum now is. 100 if you push them in i i recommend 150 um and and the layout isn't so bad um right so you know you know that's something too um when we're as we go through the process of talking about through this is the fact that you kind of in that's in our notes we have is what is the purpose i like the way you put that is that there's um you could have different purposes and you could kind of you could kind of revisit a, a purpose of a coin for example like we we did a coin uh last year which was our green version of this one and then jesse and i decided we wanted to revisit this design tweak it and do it completely different but then like this coin the purpose was just for patrons we're not going to sell these whereas the original version we decided to do a combination. We gave away the green version of this coin, and then we also sold on the website the coin at a small profit to kind of recoup some of our costs back then of what we needed to do. So, um, but I think also if you if I remember correctly, the back side of that coin is the same one yeah, from the previous. It so is. Mm-hmm. It, it means that you only had half the mold fees to deal with. Right. So the second coin is already cheaper than sure. the first. So, you so that's could, another advantage. Right. So you can utilize some of those kind of things, or you could utilize, and this is a good, uh, we'll get into more of the detail, but like, so you have a mold. So, like, here's one of your coins, John Paul, which is the, um, which I really liked. It's the, um, it's the Estonian uh, Landscapes. Estonia. Yeah, so. yeah. This was for the uh, uh, Estonia Song and, Song and Dance Festival. 
yeah, so every four years they have that uh, big thing. I mean, it's just thousands upon thousands of people um, come to that uh, event. I love um, this. I love this coin. I really do. I, I I think it's. I like the shape. I like it's a, like an oval. And I like the fact that on the back of it, um, it's got. Uh, I think I can. It's a bit of three D work. That's the actual song festival grounds where they yeah. where they. I like the idea. I mean, it's kind of sometimes it's hard to see on a on a on a show, but you can kind of see that it's three D. Hopefully, you can the, the person it. sitting there is not actually a person. That's actually the um, a statue of the first composer um, oh, or, cool. or uh, a conductor who and and so where where that picture was taken from, mm-hmm. you're actually standing behind the statue looking down. Oh, very cool. For something like this, though, like you said, you've got a mold. So, like, not that it would fit maybe in this case, but you could go back and go, you know, let's do a version of this in red versus blue. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you, you, can, you can do as many as you want. I mean, and, and there are there are um, uh, coins out there that, you know, every year they, they, they produce a different version or two versions and, you know, the, the colors and the, the, the enamel colors and the, um, the metal finishes are different. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you, you can keep it going as as long as you wanted. Like, sure. whether, whether people will buy it after you get to the fiftieth version, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's a, a thought, lot of, though. A lot of state groups do that. They'll put out a new, you know, state geocaching groups will do that a lot. Yeah. Something we were talking about before the show, and this is a good time to kind of bring this up because it's a good question. I think people don't really understand some of it, and they're like, "Well, you know, my um, my per our family." Um, we are big uh, fans of Mickey Mouse. And so, John Paul, can you make me a Mickey Mouse coin and just stick our name on the Absolutely, the as soon as you get permission from Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> copyrights. So, this is something that... Um, now, as you're thinking through your idea, you got to keep that in mind. you got to yeah. keep it in mind. and. People do it, it though, just, like we yeah. talked about before, John Paul, is the fact that people will still do it. They Absolutely, just... it, it is. It is a slippery slope, though. Um, okay, the, the more obscure the character or the logo or whatever, the, the less likely that somebody's going to turn around and go, "Okay, that's mine. Stop doing it." Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. So when it comes to to, to copywriting, you know, again, it depends on whether you're going to if you're going to sell or you're going to keep mm-hmm. it for yourself. Um, you can um, produce coins, and there have been even recently, uh, where they have famous characters on or they have uh, specific um, details that are under heavy copyright. If you're going to just give them out, there there is that creative use of copyright, which, you know, if, as a fan base, mm-hmm. you can do it, but... You know, same with fan art. You you can create something that is of a known figure, but it is completely oh, your artwork. Right. Yeah. I, I forgot but, about that. You know, mm-hmm. even then, you might still have the parent company turning around and go, look, we don't want you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is always that risk. The So, because we'll, we'll get down that rabbit hole really quickly like we always do. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's. Let's start with this. So I have now decided that I'm going to make a coin. Right. I've got this idea in my head, and I'm going to stay away from the copyright. What would you 
what would be the first step then? So I have an idea that I want to make mine and it's related to something in my family. Right. Would I just call you up and say, make me a coin or. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a lot of people that sometimes do that. They say, okay, we, we, we want a coin. It's like, um, okay. Right. Now what? Um, it, it, I, I, I personally find it more difficult to design for myself than I design for clients because when I design for myself, I have to start from scratch with, with, with no idea of what I'm working on. Uh, and, and quite often I will get through halfway through a design and go, no, I don't like that anymore. Or I, or I want to add way too much because it's mine and I can do what I want with it. When you're working with a client, you've got to, first of all, discover what their budget is. That is extremely important because, you know, you don't often get people that say, you know, it does happen. It has happened to me um, where they'll, they'll turn around and go, well, we, we, we don't worry about the budget. We just want it awesome. <laughs> that's when you can go to town on things and go, right, right, okay, right. we're going to do this. We're going to pull out all the stops. We're going to have moving parts and 3D and everything else. And yeah, but most people don't have that kind of budget. Yeah. So yeah. we need to whittle it down to what we can do. And that, you know, obviously the, 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 um, the price is going to be dictated on size, shape, how many versions you're going to have, um, you know, whether it's going to be a, a brass or zinc um, coin. So brass is a lot heavier, nice, mm-hmm. nice for, for 3D work and such. And, and, and the, you know, zinc is a lot lighter and you don't have the weight and it's easier to work with and such. But, but you need to be able to say, well, this is the, this is what we're going to be working on. So what are the way I start is I will say, right, list all of the kind of things that you would like on the coin mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have, to, it's not all going to go on, but list all the things that you would like on the coin and separate it by this. I would like, if possible, this has to go on. Gotcha. Right. And then I can then start playing around and seeing what will fit where and whittle it down to, you know, maybe five, six items that all gel well together. Right. And then I'm going to throw it back at you. <laughs> people will say, yeah, that's fantastic. And leave it at that. Other people will go, well, yeah, it's all right, but I'm not quite sure about this. Or I'm not quite sure about that. Can we check? So within, within the fee that I charge for, for design, I will say, right, well, I will allow one major change right. and three minor changes within okay. this initial costing. Right. You do get some people that keep coming back and coming back. And there you have to say, you don't like doing it, but at some point you have to say, hey, okay, enough. You right. want any more done? We're going to have to, you know, charge a bit more. Yeah. Um, but, you're you're um, a professional. This isn't just, I mean, I think people, I don't think people sometimes think through the fact that you're hiring an artist. I mean, it'd be, it, right. it, 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 it's something that I don't, I mean, I don't understand why they don't think that, but sometimes I think people are like, oh, well, you know, it's geocaching. Nobody really is yeah. thinking. It's like, wait a minute. It doesn't really matter that it's a that to you it's a free hobby, you know. Yeah, it is. It is. A, it, is it, it can be a free hobby, but yet it hadn't been free in a long time for me. No, I don't know about you. No, it hadn't been free for a while for me as well. But I, but it's it's and that's where it gets into spend a little money and you get you get some incredible stuff. I mean, you really can. And so I think that um, the thinking through the fact that you're you're hiring somebody to create something 
That's I mean, right. if you want to, I mean, I've seen some terrible coins. I mean, I think oh, we yeah. all have. I mean, it's like, wow. No, no, seriously, it does happen, and sometimes it, it can be it can be down to the mint. I mean, I, I designed a coin years ago before I realized I had to keep ahead of what the mint art was like and mm-hmm. what the, the 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 mint was doing without you telling them. And you know, one one of the coins I came out with, even now, people say, "Oh, yeah, if you I, I, you designed this coin, I'd really like one if you have one." I'm sitting there going, "No, you really don't." Want this one. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so it, it does happen. That's an artist too. An artist is going to take something that many of us oh, would yeah. look. We, many of us will look at it and go, "Man, that's awesome." They go, "It's it's crap. Let me throw it away right now." It's like, "No, no, no! Don't throw it away." It's, it's I we, like we this. see the art in it, and you see that one imperfection that nobody else is ever going to pick up, and that's all yeah. you see left when it's your art, right? <laughs> that is very true. That happens. That's- so show that that's, uh that's if you artist. don't mind show that we were looking at before the show somebody sent you in a little picture and then you're rendering afterwards kind of yeah. as, as an example oh, of the process good example and, and this and is again this is why you're hiring an artist right because unless you're an artist yourself or you you know whatever you're not going to do what a graphic designer can do so hopefully we can can this you is- Make his screen the the main yeah, one there. I did. I, I highlighted okay. him. So yeah. Go. Okay. So, so this this is um, a, f- a friend of mine in, in in England. He he owns um, Geocache Land. Uh, he's known as Scotty Duck here in Ledger. Yeah, and it's going to be um, show in the show notes. We have a link to Ian and uh, Geocache Land. So go, go yeah, ahead. He, Sorry, he does a lot of my producing. I mean, I, I try and steer clear of, of of a lot of the production side of it, mainly because uh, I, I just don't have time. Um, that's what I allow him to do, and he yep. can have the headache with the Chinese. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, quite often people will send me something like this, which is a, a, a quite a bad uh, uh, clip art of a duck with some added bits. Oh, of we beak. can't see the clip art of the duck, though. Yeah, it's we the, have the new one. Can you see the clip art of it? I can see the. He's showing the old one first. He's going to show us the new one here in a minute. This, this, this is. That's the original, oh, okay. yeah, but yeah. but okay. the thing about the original, though, John Paul, is the fact at least that you got something from Ian that, that gave you sort of. Yeah, I think right. that's something people don't realize. It's like, yeah, this isn't your final, and that's not terrible. That's a decent looking. It's not bad. That's not, not bad, bad at all, and it, it yeah. gives it gives so it gives the artist a something to work with. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, we always need something to work with. That, that yeah. is true. So, so you, then, you know, you could what, make that into a coin, but then you see what, where what you, you did with it, where you took it. Yeah. Which is awesome. Look, and then I love it side <laughs> by side. John Paul is perfect. <laughs> that That's, is awesome. I mean, you know, I, I, I look at, I looked at this and I thought, well, okay, well the, the, the wings are on upside down to start with the beak is wrong. You know, I've never seen a duck with eyebrows. So, you know, we, <laughs> you kind of have to, yeah, to take it from there and, 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 and try and uh, evolve it into something that yep. you know, is, is much more attractive, not only to the client, but also if, if this is something, I mean, this is his brand now and it's recognized, you know, wherever he goes. So, yep, you know, exactly. it's something that it was, if, if, if we'd have, if it had stuck with this, I think he probably would have got a lot more laughs and likes. Right. So, right. you know, and, and, and that's what we're here for. This is what we, um, you know, we, we take away and, 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 and give back something that they can use um in a in a professional scenario it's it, it did turn out i think it turned out fabulous oh and yeah that's, the way you, that's great the way you took him and you gave him uh, you basically took 
like you said, you took sort of just a um, something and you actually animated. In a sense, you animated the duck. I mean, the duck yeah. now looks like a cartoon character, a good cartoon right. character. I mean, he's got personality. He's got, you know, you've got him smiling. He's got actual wings. <laughs> you know, he's got um, he's got this the you know the Scott he got the St. Andrew cross on him. He's got which he had before, but you sort of incorporated everything in, in such a great way. And you went through the process. Obviously you had to go through the process of going through and okay, this is a Pantone, which I'm, I've learned a lot about Pantone lately. So I guess Pantone yeah. is sort of a standard nowadays. Right. So um, let me come back on. So yeah, no problem. Yep. So this, so but basically yeah, Pantone is uh, the, 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 the main um, printing um booklets that are used by you know printers and such worldwide um so i i have my stack of them behind here cool so one one thing you have to realize is that all all computer monitors are different Mm -hmm. so depending on how they're set up the colors from one monitor to another monitor can be different right and um you know so you know once i've figured out what looks good visually right I've then got to match that to one of these colors. Yeah. (laughs) What comes from the mint is what I'm seeing. But I'm glad it's you and not me. That gives me a headache even trying to match just for one room for paint. (laughs) The good thing though is, and correct me if I'm wrong, John Paul, but the, the fact that people can go ahead of time and they're like, for example, they're like, well, I want to be green. Well, yeah, I get that, but they, <laughs> would it, is it helpful if somebody who's wanting a design, can they go look at the Pantone website and kind of go, I need something in sort of this range of green, and then you can kind of work with them? Okay. You can find all the colors on, on the website, but bear in mind, though, that what you see on your screen mm-hmm. might not be what I'm seeing on the screen. Right. So, again, it comes down to, you know, the, the, the actual physical color that, that they have. Right. Um, and we, it, it does make it a little bit different, difficult, but this is why we all, me personally, I always like to have samples of a coin done, you know, before full production goes, gets started, because then I can send that to the client and they can look at it and go, yeah, well, that's okay, but not too sure about that color and we'll, we'll change it. You know, it's, um, that seems like the most important part of the whole process, right? Is really, well, that's again, that's why you hire a professional designer like you get something that you can really be proud of. Cause this, for most people, this is a a pretty big investment, right? They're making this coin. They're probably only do this once or may do, you know, another version of it one day, but this is a big, you're getting into the game. This is not the free hobby. You're, you're investing a little more in it and you want something that you're, you both you as the designer and they are very happy and proud to whether you're going to sell it or give it out. You, you, you want to be. Yeah. Well, th- th- this is something that I, I learned um, from, from an, another geocore designer on your side, uh, uh, Christian Mackey. Yes. Um, I, I remember uh, uh, just going back a good few years, must be about five, six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was inter- I was interested in up in my profile and I, I contacted him and saying, you know, would you be interested in doing a collaboration coin mm-hmm. with me? Um, I wasn't sure if he was even going to answer me back because he was up there and I was <laughs> down here. Um, yeah. And, you know, he, he did. He answered me and he said, yeah, let's, let's work on something. And um, six years later, we're still trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, he has 
taught me so much more to what goes into designing coins. He's, you know, freely given me his, you know, uh, tips and tricks to, you know, software and everything else. So, right. you know, I, I really have to put a, a, a huge, um, you know, shout out to him because yeah. he, he's really been a mentor to me over the years. And, um, you know, the fact that, you know, people like yourself, Kim and Gino, you know, it's you and there's Chris Mackin. You know, I, I'm still like, well, hey, you know, he's here and I'm still, you know, got a long way to go. I've, uh, well, you know, really, the we're talking, uh, really, I know you, you're saying that, but really, everybody I've ever talked to, uh, John Paul, it's like Chris Mackey and John Paul Barr. I mean, those are the two, you know, that do the, the greatest work. And I, I really, um, uh, but yeah, Chris is, um, you know, he's um, sent us, he sent us some coin, he sent us, you know, for the loot, I've got one of his, um, this little, this FTF coin that we've we've added to the it's sitting now in the treasure chest out there in the lower 48 wherever it's look it's currently located in all six or eight or ten or whatever whatever the number is of them out that are out there um but you know chris is um and this is something again yourself or chris i mean if you're wanting to do a coin and you like have no you're not quite sure. I think it does help a little bit. I, I know you don't want to copy what other people are doing, but I think what's helpful is you can go look at a Chris Mackey coin or your coin and kind of maybe start to see your idea being fleshed out. Maybe uh, I mean, what, what you've got to understand is that the designers are like, you know, like many people in certain specific artistic um, and craft professions we all do things slightly differently mm -hmm. we all have uh, slightly different styles sure now, both myself and chris were actually trained um graphic designers we both went to college and university um, think, right. yeah definitely college from my point um uh to actually study graphic design right so we we do have uh, the ability to you know, change. And if somebody says, Oh, I want an art nouveau coin, uh, style, or I want, you know, a modern style or whatever, we, we, we can do that. Um, but if you look at, at coins that, uh, that, that we, we both do more for ourselves, uh, as well as, um, you know, some of the generic stuff that, that, that we do, there are specific style elements that you can say, okay, that's a Chris Mackey coin. Um, right. that, that's a JP coin. Um, and what I suggest is, you know, look online, look around, see which coins take your fancy. Look at the ones that you think, you know, yeah, my coin would look nice styled like that. And then find out who designed it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it may be me, it may be Christian, it may be something complete, someone completely different. So it, it's, a, it's a case of, you know, go with something that you like. There's nothing worse than paying a lot of money out for, for a coin that you get there and think, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if somebody go out there, so starting from the beginning, somebody has an idea and decides, you know what, I'm going to do this. So they've got general idea in their head and they start formulating ideas. They look online, look at the different designers and go, you know, I really like this style or, you know, this kind of thing. And let's say they, they settle on you then and they contact you and say, y'all start talking. Here's my list of things that I need and have to have on there. This would be cool. How long does that process generally take? So that from the design process, that rough timeline, if everything's going great. We, I, I normally say that as, I mean, obviously I've, I have to be able to fit in with other work that I have on, but uh, you know, if I'm saying, well, I'm going to start tomorrow, 
it, it can I, I usually say give me give me a week mm-hmm. to formulate I mean obviously I'm not going to be working a solid week on it because you know sometimes you just have to sit and mull things over um, but it, it's a case give me a bit of time to have a look at what you want have a look at your design style that you've, you've chosen uh, and, and see what we can work from there and we'll get some sketches put together and see if that is the road you want to go down what we normally say from start to finish from the start of um the design process to the end of production mm-hmm. is usually around about 12 weeks okay yeah. i mean obviously the the, the the production side is you know a, a major part of it right, but right. that is that's a little bit it, it, it it's a, an overestimate it allows us in case there's any blunders from the mint if there's something they haven't understood and you know it hasn't quite gone the way it should have it allows us that fallback time to be able to you know get in there and re- you know put something right if it if it has had a problem so in that 12 weeks so the first week or so seven to ten days depending which is actually pretty amazing that you go from concept to actual art you know within a week uh but uh it depends on it depends on the the, the theme it depends on the design idea it depends on how much information i've managed to glean from the clients i mean some people just come to me with a sketch already and they go right here. Convert that into in, into into a design. Um, so, but it's not always that easy. Now, if right. I can find one, I don't have the other pictures to show you, but mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, the, this is a series of coins, a horoscope series I'm doing alongside um, Ian in the UK. Right. And he, uh, there's a local artist to him who produced a load of artwork, and he liked it so much that he wanted to use it um for a, 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 a coin series right and now so this is this is uh, the, the the gemini um version of the coin yeah i saw that on oh, the website wow, yeah. now so it's, so it's the twin it, it, it's uh twin skulls in this case right now <laughs> well the whole theme to her artwork was all skulls so yeah <laughs> that's it. um but the thing is this the artwork that came to me, she only works in what's called pointillism. So that means the whole piece of artwork is made up of millions of little dots. Right. I then had to convert that into usable art to be right. able to send. Right. But each one of these coins took me around about 12 hours. Wow. That's the front side to, to convert from her artwork into something that we could use to send to them in. Right. So a more difficult piece of art or more complicated, complex piece of art could take longer. Absolutely. But that's, yeah. you know, and I understand everybody when they're, when they're doing one, or I know I would be the same way. You're excited. You want to see your art or whatever, but that's not what you'd want to rush. You know, you don't, you, you get that. You want to get exactly what you want. Yeah. I mean, th- this is why I try and connect with, with, with my clients on a personal level as well. So, you know, nine times out of 10, I will ask them, if I haven't met them outside somewhere at an event or wherever, where I've actually been able to sit front, you know, face to face and talk, right. I will try and get a Skype conversation, uh, right. you know, call going with them so that we can, I mean, I've been up to, you know, four in the morning talking with people in Australia um, because it's the only time they can speak to me. Right. Um, but when you, you get to, you get so much more out of 15, 20 minutes speaking face to face than you do a, a week of emails. Sure. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So now let's say the artwork is done. Um, what's the next step? And, and one question that came up, and this may be one of the next steps, but the icon that you can sometimes get, you see with the coins, like yeah. uh, the 
do you design that if you're designing the coin or is that a ground speak sure. thing? No, I, I can, I can do that as well. Um, quite often, unless the client wants something specific, um, which is different from what's in the design. Sometimes I will, sometimes I will just, um, choose an element from the existing coin mm -hmm. that will work for the icon. Um, but there have been times where, you know, a client has said, well, we want specifically this kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I, th that kind of thing I do charge uh, a little bit more for. Right. Um, but well, because Groundspeak's going to charge you too. Well, they're gonna, yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, they're going to charge the icon anyway. Um, yeah, yeah for, the, for the actual design side, yeah, I do charge a few, you know, a few more euros, you know, just to knock that up. But nothing is going to break the bank. So the uh, so now the design of the coin now potentially the design of the icon, uh, what else is in that process or you know what, um, what's the next well, step I guess the next step before we can go any further is I've got to then um, send this off to Groundspeak to make sure that they are happy with the design itself. Hmm, okay. um, they are um, obviously they, they've got to look at it from their business point of view and with it being a uh, family friendly game, everything has to be within that scope. Mm -hmm. um, I've had this mm, carousel of, uh, of, of comment, uh, you know, conversations with, uh, with, with various lackeys over the years of what we can and can't do um, it, 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 to, to the extent that sometimes uh, clients have said, okay, well, I'm actually going to produce this coin as a non-trackable because I still want it done, even though Groundspeak says no. Um, because once it's non-trackable, it's not within their purview. Right. Um, but yeah, there are ways of getting around it. Now, the uh, the GeoCoin Fest here in Europe last year was in Belgium. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the, well, the most famous um, landmark for Belgium is the statue of the uh, pissing boy. <laughs> now... Probably not as uh, family. had a bit of problem with that. <laughs> right. Can't understand why. Right. Um, but there are ways of getting around it. So this is, this is what I produced, um, which was accepted. Let's try and get that. Uh, You're fine. Yeah, keep going. That's good. Where are we going to get this? Yeah, it will focus here in a second. It's, I like the shape of that one, by the way. That coin's kind of got... There you go. Oh, there you go. Ah, <laughs> censored. <laughs> Got a censored stamp across it. Censored stamp across the oh, boy. That's awesome. Yeah, we, that was allowed. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it, <laughs> that's awesome. As we say, it covers but doesn't hide. You know, you know what's there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, trackable when they have to approve the artwork. Absolutely. And so it's once got to have that one tagline on it too, right? Trackable at geocaching.com. Always has to have trackable. Well, you, you can you can you can change it slightly. You you can have. Uh, track this or follow this at as long as it's yeah. got the geocaching.com on it then you're all good okay. um of course if you are doing anything with um uh, uh ground speaks logos so signal the frog for example it has to have the trademark logo um next to it mm -hmm. um, here's, and one you, here's one you did that's also sitting in this the the geocache talk stash right again, again that was one that i i had a little bit of a <laughs> an argument issues yeah because it's called ammos nanos to ammos but it had a different name at one point but i still like yeah, I that it's a cool looking i don't coin. know if we can say that out on air though but. that's all right that's okay but um but i like the fact that people can think out think people should i think 
think outside the box a little bit in the fact that this coin design the coin is not square it's not round it's the actual character it's the it's the frog signal the frog right. sitting and it's like you know what i mean so it's like it maybe, didn't have to be a circle or a square no right. to, and it, so you could i mean i mean circle is nice but yet you know We've got a lot of circle coins. I mean, this is if it's not uh, if it's not one that they're particularly arguing about, and it's an okay and it's a benign design. How long does it typically take them to get back to you and go? Yes, oh, this is okay. Nothing goes quickly as as the same day. Oh, okay, okay. So that's not a big long process then, that, that's, if, that's, unless that's, there's an issue with it. Right. Um, so once we go from there, then I will send the 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 mint art like uh, you saw there, Scotty Duck, with the Pantone colors and the sizes, and that will all go through to um the uh the, the 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 mint for them to uh create what they class as their mint art usually they're just taking my artwork and and and, and converting it for their computers to be able to recognize right um tom's just put their new new signal doesn't look like that no it's true this that particular coin was produced uh, a few years ago mm-hmm. and my personal opinion, and I know there's going to be people that are going to hate me for this. I don't actually like the new signal. I like mm. the original one. The original he, one. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more, I don't know. It, it, it's something it just, the new one doesn't quite sit right. But hey, that's that's mm. their design and people like it. So that's all good. But uh, yeah, that my, that was my one was designed a few years ago before the new signal came in. So one thing that we talked about before the show, I think it's important for people to know is that um, you could do a process where you design it, you get, or you, you, you not design it, but you get, you get your ideas solidified. They contact right. you, they get a professional artist like yourself to design it. And then you get to the point where it goes to a mint and you get, which well, you called it, uh, you can get the mold and the sample done. Right. So what, what, what I've done with, with some mm-hmm. clients that are not 100% certain on finances or they're not quite ready, um, what we can do is we say, right, uh, pay for the molds, which right. is n- usually no more than you know a, a couple of hundred dollars. Right. Uh, and the small fee for producing uh, usually around about six samples and have them sent to you. At right. that point, you're only in it for at, at a very you know, reasonably low worst case scenario. If you lost that, you wouldn't be too hard up. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to lose a couple hundred dollars, but, but, um, but well, then, but, but, yeah. But at least you mind also yeah. the the the, um, the molds are kept for I believe it's up to three years. Mm-hmm. So you still have that period of time to come back to it, mm-hmm. and you go, okay, right, I've got the money now, and the mold's already there to go. Yeah. Um, sure, the quote might have changed slightly because obviously inflation and changes in prices, um, but it's not usually you know by a huge amount. Right. Um, but yeah, we can cut it up into that that amount. So you've 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 paid your design fee, you paid your molds and samples, and if you don't want to go any further. Yeah. Okay. You've got well, six samples, yeah. and that's that. So, like uh, you said, but, you, or if you need to, you need to do it in install, almost like install. You could do first part, and you could wait three months, and then do the do the run. You're like, okay, we're right. ready now. Let's do a hundred, and we can go from there, kind of thing. 
Sure, that that works. Cool. I mean, is there anything that somebody has come to you, and this is something I know that uh, I think Jesse's probably thinking the same thing. Is like, is there something that somebody's come up with, and 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 you said, um, no, we can't do that. That's not <laughs> it's not physically possible to do in a coin, or it's. Not I mean, I, outside of outside of copyrights, not not, but just right. You yeah, know, um, I, I need a coin that's like five feet. I mean, I'm, nobody's gonna mention that. But you, well, no, there, I think I think anything, when it comes down to it, it's down to budget, right? But so, so if you, if you want to say I want a five foot coin, then okay, right. you know, I'm, I'm it's, we'll, right, we'll you got the money for it. <laughs> but there's some big um, old huge coins back here. I've got. I mean, this will. This one from Treasure. I mean, it's. I mean, you've probably done coins this size. I mean, you can see the the difference in size. I mean, yeah, I'm working on. I'm working I mean, that, on mode, which I was cannot. Yeah, yeah I, I can't talk much about it at the moment. That's okay. But, uh, but, well, the, sure. but this is like. I have a ruler in front of it. I mean, this is. So, you can just see the size of it versus, like you know, the size of the. I mean. You know, it's it's kind of similar, but it's just. And I've seen the, the, coins even bigger than that. I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, I've I've got a few of them. Um, well, like, you the know. Geo, like Jesse, the Geo Woodstock ones from. from oh yeah, fourteener. Those were huge. I think Chris Mackey designed that one. I mean, that thing's. Yeah. I mean, that's even bigger than this one. I mean, you can kind of see. Well, it's about the same size, I guess. It's still bigger. So that's, I, I'm I'm producing one, or I'm design I'm, I've designed and producing one for myself. Right. Um, for the EU Geo Coin Fest, and that the base coin is three inches, mm-hmm. and then there's a few extra bits that will move, and they will make it even bigger. Right. Uh, but that's what I'm saying about it. Um, wow, that's it, cool. I mean, that's <laughs> and that's something that I think um, this is a this is one of the Christian Mackey coins that we're gonna get. I don't want to go too far off into the weeds, but this one's kind of cool. If you all seen ones like this, this is a. Um, Heart locket. Heart locket, where it comes apart, and now you've got two parts to it, and you could now see when you're doing something like that. And I guess you know it really is up to, really, what you're saying is is up to your imagination and budget, right? Absolutely. But things like that, when you start having magnets and movable parts, that's really going to up the cost, the production cost. So not not the design cost as much, but the production cost, I would say. Right. I mean, to an extent, there is some more to the mechanics from the design side because obviously you've got to be able to design it so that the the, the, the mint can look at it and go, okay, we know what you want us to do. Right. Um, so, so there is that. Yeah, you do have to look into the mechanics of making sure it works. Um, you know, I mean, we, we I had myself and a, and a colleague, we had an idea for, for a coin for next year that we wanted to do with, with you know, and going back to what you were saying, is there a coin that you physically can't make? Right. We've found one. Um, <laughs> we, we, wanted, we wanted to have, you know, uh, something suspended above with magnets. And, you know, we, 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 we tried for a- ever to get this thing to work and mm. try different sizes. It, yeah, that ain't going to work. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it is down to your imagination. You can, you, you can produce, you know, Yes, we, we have to come up with so many different ideas because so many have already been done. So every year is, from a design point of view, is like reinventing the wheel year after year. And it does get it does get tough. But, you know, if you, you come up with an idea 
uh, you see something out and think, hey, that would translate well into a coin or, uh, you know, then we can do it. I mean, a good example is our reflectors that we did uh, last, yeah. last week. Oh, yeah. These right so, here, I've got one. You're talking about the, the one you did for Estonia? This one? Right. Now, you know, uh, Estonia being, a, a you know, a, a, a Baltic Nordic country, I mean, you know, as soon as it gets around about, you know, September, beginning of October, it gets dark here. And it's actually illegal to walk around, you know, on the uh, on the pavements and such without a reflector on either your jacket or bag. So this is something they've been making only in the last year or so here where they're, mm. they're actually, the, the women were making the same kind of thing, but with beads. And I thought, hey, I can do that with a coin. Yeah, and so... You know, we we put we used glitter and we used uh, uh, glow in the dark enamels oh, and the, the the reflective tape on the bottom and right, these are know, tassels kind of. They've they've been really popular. You know, yeah, a lot of people, people have um, you know bought them for the exact reason because they it, it's functional. It's a functional coin you can wear. That's a fascinating. What a great idea! Is people can start thinking out think think outside the box a little bit and go, hey, I can make a. In this case, a coin I can wear. I mean, that's just a tremendous idea. Who would ever keep a trackable code on them all the time? Who would want no, yeah, something like that? Not. Nobody would do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, would they want? Yeah, like a yeah, human. Like be a, silly. Yeah. Um, yeah so, idea, yeah. design, um, uh, proof, and yeah. then once that's once that's decided on, and that's exactly what you want. All those the the proof meant. Um, does it then go off to the manufacturer then, and then they have it and they assemble, or if there's moving parts and one of the questions asked was if there's moving parts, is that a machine that puts that together or do they hand like when no, the doors open or whatever? A lot of the times they are put together by hand because they have to be, uh, they fitted properly and balanced properly. Um, I mean, it, even the enamels and a lot of people don't actually know this, that if, if you ever get the chance, Google, you know, enamel coins um, and, and check out the photos. All the enamels, it doesn't matter how big or how small those, you know, uh, enamel dots are on your coin. They're actually, the enamel's actually inserted by hand with someone with a syringe. Right. So for wow. this case, it was simple. It was one color, but somebody had to sit there with this coin and they had to put the the black enamel by hand right. onto this right. coin That's and wild. then they then they went to the next coin they did the next one and then so forth yeah well i mean yeah. that makes sense then so if you order a minimum of 150 or so yeah so you've got someone sitting there all day doing this there's <laughs> a lot of labor in that so how long is that and i guess this this is a hard question maybe to answer but you said 12 weeks was generally the whole process is 10 of those weeks is that pretty much the production time is that what um, it is yeah you know around about that so you know, so <laughs> yeah, Tom's just said, "Wow, we get get these coins as cheap as we do." Well, I mean, th this is the thing. I mean, we're, we're, we we are dictated by the prices that come out of China. You know, so if China just turns around one day and goes, "Us, oh, screw this, we're going to put the prices up," you know, we have to go with that. I mean, it has happened in the past where the prices have gone up slightly, and the geocaching community went, "What?" <laughs> you know, and we're sitting there going, you know, do you know how much work goes into each one of these coins? And most people don't. So, you know, it, it, it is it is quite difficult to to imagine just what it's not all you know machine made, right? You know, it it's just the it, it, even um, with the molds when it comes to um, the especially three D molds, they're actually carved out by hand by somebody. 
Wow. Do you, and this may not be the same for every designer, but uh, do you, so you get them, they show back up from the factory. Do you have those sent to you so you can look at them one more time before it goes it, out and make sure it's right, or do you have them shipped? It depends on who the client is and what our time limit is. Um, the mm. only de- Yes, I would like to be able to go through every coin that I produce for people, um, but uh, the downside to that is you then have added shipping costs. So you've got first, I've got to ship from China to me, and I've got the customers to to deal with over here. That puts on money. Then I've got to then check them, make sure they're okay, then send them off to the client. That adds more shipping and possibly customs taxes on their side. So um, quite often they'll be, you know, they they'll either be shipped um, directly to them. Um, or if they're, you know, the shipping costs depend again, where they are, um, then we will try and do that if we can to check, to make sure there are no errors. Um, I mean, it, it does happen. You know, it, sometimes you get where, you know, enamel hasn't quite gone properly. Sometimes they've actually used the completely wrong colors. That's always mm. fun. Um, oh boy. Oh. you know, so there are things that do happen. We just have to kind of, you know, try and nip it in the bud to make sure that it's not a huge issue, which is exactly why samples are very important because at least you've got something to go back to them and go, hang on a sec. Yeah. This is what you sent me. Right. This is nothing like it. Yeah. (laughs) So So, I I think most people will be happy though. Uh, Sorry, Jesse, but I think most people will be, I think, at least for me, I, I will be, I'll sleep better at night if I know that at least you've seen a sample of it. That way I can know. Oh, well, yeah. samples will always, regardless of what the what the uh, whether the final product will go direct to the client or not, there will always be a set of samples will come to me Good. and client. So because you know, I, I I wouldn't allow it to be done without having seen that. That's right. Awesome. Good. So you. Um, this is the coin process, but you you do a couple other things. Like you did that reflector, and then before the show, we were you had a yeah. We're gonna talk this, about what this, was this thing quick. called. What are these called? Okay, these are geo tokens. So this is something that came out of um, uh, Germany initially, and uh, they are a laser printed um, and, and then laser cut on perspex plastic perspex. Yeah, uh, these things are not so expensive. Um, they're, they're within the realm of uh, of path tag prices. Um, so you know cool, that, that, that that one's my that was my my business card. Yeah, um, and awesome. so, you know they're they're around about uh, you know a euro euro twenty per piece. Here's a, and that's very cool that's because you know okay, it's you good know size. I mean, people will do like business cards and things like that. You know their own. Uh, calling card so to speak you use it as business card or their own signature swag that they put in but that the level of that well is a whole different level right these will get chunked unfortunately right and they'll end up mushed up and stuff if you, this you know, one probably won't get chunked they'll keep this the, to me this is no, they're keeping that. There's yeah, no well, that's the whole point and, and another thing which is an adopted thing from here in europe which is not so much done in the u.s uh at this point um is that uh, every one of my business cards has a discover code on it so it's the same yeah. code which is done throughout the whole order that i've made yeah, and right. it allows right. them to be able to discover it so in a way it's trackable as well um i mm-hmm. i've had people contact me and go well i found this in a cache and i can't i can't figure out how to you know uh, uh <laughs> you know uh, uh, retrieve it and right. i can't you know, have to say well no actually if you want it you can keep it it's 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 purely that um sure. 
But and for the people uh, that can see that, can you show it one more time? Yeah. yeah. That's your original artwork too. That that's your logo, your design, and that that cat, the cat dressed up with a little bow tie there. That's your original artwork too, right? Yeah, he was he was originally um, designed for the uh, Sony Omega that I hosted a few years ago, and uh, he he originally looked um, well like that. Oh, there we go. Right. Switch over. But um, yeah, oh, when, 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 yeah, when when the when, when the um, the the event was not then going to be uh, continued. And they weren't going to use the character. I thought, well, okay, well, he was too good to, to miss. So I, I, I redesigned him slightly for myself. And he's now my mascot for the shop. Yeah, I love it. So that's, and that's, again, the advantage of having somebody like you, a designer, come up with something like that. If, whether it's going to be these coins or signature swag, you know, this, this thing, that's something that you're really going to be proud of if you get that artwork right the first time. And, you know, people are going to, a lot of times have seen that before they ever meet you. If you know, you're putting them in caches and stuff. And that's, that speaks a lot, you know, cause we've all seen a coin out there that we're just like, Ooh, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, man, somebody really thought that was a good plan. But you know, I guess everybody <laughs> has their own interpretation, but uh, absolutely. Um, and, and, and the thing is, and, and this is something that people do forget. And I, and this has happened when it comes to um, uh, events that I've, I've designed coins for. Um, they've come to me and they said, okay, we'll design our coin for us. It's like, yeah, fine. Well, get me the details, give me the logo, whatever, and you know that. And they say, oh yeah, well, we need to bring in a designer for our logo and such. And I'm like, well, what am I? Yeah, I don't just design coins. Right. <laughs> but, they probably don't. Yeah, they don't think about. It. They forget that part of it, right? Know, whether whether it's t-shirts, business cards, um, you know, uh, stickers. You know, we, we we've done so much over the year. even stuff. Even now, at the moment, I've just been um, contacted by a. Um, uh, a local gaming shop. We're making uh, metal tokens for one of their board games. So you know, oh, it's, wow. it, cool. it oh, design, awesome. when a designer can pretty much design you know anything, um, right? You know that that you throw at them. Uh, granted, there are some specific things that are better left to designers. That ask, you know, somebody asked me to design a magazine, I'll be like, yeah, maybe not. Um, <laughs> but uh, fr- from from you know swag and products and and, and stuff like that, yeah, we we do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. The fact that people who are listening to the show, wherever they are in the world, thank you for listening. Um, they might go, I don't want a coin, but I do need something that I want to do for a banner. Um, and I want, I could they could come to you and they could say, um, I've got an idea. Could you spend some time doing a design? We'll come up with a price, and we could do we could do something like that. Absolutely. I mean, this, this was, these were some car stickers that I produced. Um, uh, they're trackable. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah. That I did last year. Um, we, we had the we had the bumper stickers that we did for for Woodstock. Um, I, yeah, I like on that one how on the heart that you showed. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I like how you did it because it's not cut dried, stuck in the middle. You know, you you did a little offset and you let it very cool design, yeah. Yeah, I like the fact that the 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 heart has some texture to it. The geocaching logo, you don't need the whole thing. You've you've taken the correct art, and to me, that's why you get an artist because I'm not I'm not the person to go for that. I'm gonna stick it in the center of the thing. It's like a photo. It's like. <laughs> You know, you're not supposed to take a photo directly at something. A lot of times, you're supposed to sort of use the grid on your on your. Uh, you know, I have, I have. By the way, I have a lot of this stuff on my website for sale. You know, 
Good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll make sure we have. Obviously, we'll have a link, but you can also get there off geocachetalk.com. Yep. There'll be a link in the notes. And um, but it, just asked a question. Um, yeah. they, they asked it, it. Have I ever turned anyone away because I was too busy? Mm-hmm. Um. Or no. I. Yes and no. I've never turned anybody away as such. I have put them in touch with somebody else. Um, sometimes Christian, somebody, uh, sometimes uh, another mm. friend of mine. Yeah. If I was completely out, but that was the only time that happened was when I was doing the mega. And as many people who have done megas will know, you just don't have time for anything. Right. Um, as to uh, is there a busier time of year? Yeah, uh, just before the summer. So uh, April, May, everybody goes. Oh, we've got this event in June. <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've got this trip in July. Can you get it done? And it's right. like you said, going. Yeah, um, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, right. so I mean, okay, yeah. There there is ways of, of of cutting down time. You can say, well, we don't want samples. We don't want this can be done i've done it before and sometimes it comes out okay sometimes it doesn't and that's at the risk of the person who's you know hired us yep. um but uh if if you are thinking about having something done you know you need it for a specific date yep. then the sooner the better i i have people um like the the finish mega i design for them every year it's the fifth year now that of, of next next year with the sixth year right. um they've already been in contact with me for next year's Cool. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's it, the sooner the better. Sure. Uh, all right. Well, we're starting to wrap things up. Jesse, you had another comment you want to make real quick? Yeah. So, but and I was going to say the same thing. We're we're going we'll run long and we'll talk about this all day long. But so, yeah. kind of just in general, do you have any tips? And we can, you know, as we as we close out, you can mention more. But any tips or any advice you would give somebody that's kind of like, I think I want to do this now, and now I have some information take some time on the design or what, what, what was the, the biggest thing you would tell somebody if that's kind of on the fence there? Make sure that you understand upfront the cost. Um, because that, that's the one thing that does stop people mm-hmm. once they've spoken to me and they go, Oh, I wasn't sure that was going to cost that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it is usually the money side. Um, right. It, it's better to sit back and go, okay, well, I know that this is going to cost me at least, you know, a thousand dollars. So I've, how long will it take to save up a thousand dollars? Well, you know, depending on what job you do, I guess. Um, right. You know, I love it when the Norwegians come to me because they have way too much money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, a few, two, three, four months, you can put together a thousand dollars out of, you know, you, you, you know, money that you you put aside for you know rainy day or whatever and, and then go for it you know yeah. it, it's it, there's nothing worse than sitting there and going oh, i wish i'd done that yeah you know and, but and you, make and you could do sure it. That it is what you want before you start it that is the most important right. thing don't do it because somebody said oh well that's a really good idea i think you should do it right it's got to be your idea it's got to be you that's doing it and and if it's got to be your coin it needs to be your design yeah absolutely right. And, and this is one of those things, you know, you're kind of at a, another level in geocaching. This is not your first weekend thing. People have been into the game for a while, and, you know, now they decide they, they want to go ahead and, and make that leap, or a group too, but, I mean, personally, or a group doing it. It, mm-hmm. it is something that, that you go into knowing that there's money and then time. You can't do this for a, an event next month. This is, no. <laughs> this is months out, so it, it's a big process. Right. 
um, it's something that we we we, we do have to uh, we, we we do have to you know consider um, how how long things take, and it's not just you know it, it, even down to small things. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, stickers for example. I've had people go come to me and go, oh well, we decided now we want stickers for our event, and they've come to me like two days beforehand. It's like okay. <laughs> Yes, I know. I know a thousand stickers can be run in you know a few hours, but you've still got to produce the design. You've still got to vet, what we say vector. We've got to get it ready for their machines, and then yeah. we've got to put the order in ourselves. Right. And maybe they don't have time straight away and ship. And so we don't want to wrap up without mentioning you're going to be going to uh, CoinFest soon, right? Yeah, I will be at both the uh, EU CoinFest, which is in uh, West France. France, yeah. Um, in the, the 15th of September. And then I will be in Seattle for the was it 30th of September, I believe. CoinFest, yep. September 30th, yep. Yeah, two trips to the US in one month. <laughs> I know, because he was in. <laughs> hopefully, people got to meet you if they were at Gigastock, uh, you know, or if they didn't, oh, you yeah. know, they, they missed it was, out. It but. Was a lot of fun. But there yeah. were so many people that said, oh, we can't make it to get the Giga. You're going to have to come to CoinFest. And it's like, all right. I tried to explain that to my wife. You know, that was a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to make it. That's awesome. So if there people go. are going yeah. to CoinFest and they didn't get to go to GigaStock, they'll, they'll get to beat you. And, um, you know, definitely take a minute, come by your booth. And um, well, I, I'm not actually having a booth. No booth? Uh, okay. Well, thank you. I've decided not to do a booth for the simple reason that, um, you know, I want to enjoy the event. You know, yes. I, I thought when, with the Giga, I thought, well, I'll, I'll have my, my, my store open for a couple of hours and then I'll go and enjoy the event. I never, yeah. I, I didn't leave my booth until, you know, after the rain. Oh, happened. I know. It's you crazy. Know, so yeah. Was, you were there the whole, yeah. Nuts. I didn't see you until we talked about it. I mean, we, I saw you beforehand and then, like you said, you were, you were, you were in, like tied up for the whole time, but but, the, but people can find you because they've watched the the episode. They can they can they can find you. You know, uh, absolutely. And anybody who wants to have a chat or anybody that's coming to Estonia, I mean, they're more than welcome to, uh, to 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 drop me a line. And you know, I, I'm I'm literally 20 minutes from the port, so we you know people that come in on the on the cruise ships, you know, they 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 like to you know give me a, give me a bell and see if I'm see if, see if I'm around. Perfect. Yeah, but I know that, one uh, thing I will mm-hmm. be doing, and it, we're not sure whether it's going to be individual or, and I probably shouldn't say it, but anyway, um, I will be doing a Q and A talk at CoinFest as well. Oh, cool! Uh, Very cool. At both of them. Both of so them. That'd be really good for people. The one in France and the one in, in Seattle. Yeah, and anybody anybody who wants to come and talk to me about a coin design mm-hmm. while I'm at the coin fest, please do. In fact, it's probably easier if you drop me a line, you know, through Facebook or, 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 or you know, through my website beforehand. Yeah. So I know who, who is wanting to talk to me because I don't go anywhere without my sketch pad. <laughs> there you oh. go. It's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. J, uh, JPS geo designs. Uh, it will be, uh, we're putting it to be in the show notes. Uh, right up at the uh, very top of our show notes. We'll put it right there. And um, d- yeah, or just if you don't want to remember all that, just go to the website and click on um, the um, cat, right? Yeah, it's, he's a lynx, actually. He's a lynx. lynx. There you go. He's the national national uh, animal for Estonia. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so follow the lynx. To... There's actually a little a little fun with that because when we were doing the coin fest, uh, so the 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 uh, mega here, yep. um, the 
president of Estonia mm-hmm. was a man called uh, President Ilves. Ilves is in English, which is his family name, Ilves. It, it translates to links. Right. Oh, and how about that? He made bow ties fashionable in Estonia. He always wore a red bow tie. So that was that was our little That's shout out to him. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> right. Perfect. Jesse, last thought. I'm going to um, wrap up. You know, I hope, and now talking through this process, we've got to talk offline before too, but mm-hmm. uh, we just had this conversation in in our house recently about do, do we want to finally go ahead and make a coin? So I think we'll start having that chat now. And mm-hmm. we've always wanted to have one, you know, made for us, for our family. It's such a big part of our family that you know, I, I think we'll we'll yeah. get a little closer to making one now. So Part of it, I think, too. Uh, I think I know a guy, right? Yeah, you, you know a guy right now. now. <laughs> and um, John Paul, I'll let you have the last word here in a second. I want to say um, one thing I think people need to realize, too, is you can do it in I like the fact that you can do it in pieces so they can you can do the design, you can do the molds, you can do the samples, and then you could do that part and then you can wait a few months and do the rest of it. So I think that's kind of uh, I mean, that's to me, that's. Uh, appreciate the fact that you guys are willing to sort of work with people and do that. Yeah, we, we do, we do. I mean, we, we try and help as much as we can. I mean, even with events, I mean, I've, I've had events from all over, um, you know, can't come up to me and go, Oh, you know, can you donate something to the event? Can you help us out with something? You know, if it's physically possible for me to do so, I do. Yeah. Um, you know, watch my email now. Just go nuts. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. Mean, we, hang on you know, now. It, He's got to pay bills <laughs> too, people. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, if if we can help, and especially especially for megas and such, you know, um, you know, obviously it's advertising for me. So if I if I can help in some way, you know, cut the cost of the design fee or or you know help right. help with something, then you know I, I'm pretty up for it. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, very cool. Well, um, very cool. So let me talk, mention upcoming shows real quick. Um, uh, so next week, um, Scott Burks and Shorty Knits are going to be on the show uh, next Sunday, talking about the end of summer push and what you need to do in your area to kind of get ready for the fall geocaching and such. Um, in two weeks, I don't know who scheduled this guy. This doesn't make any sense to me, but we're going to do a puzzle show with some guy, Electric Waterboy. Um, so, no, I'm kidding. We're, we're, we're excited to have uh, Tom Brotherman, Electric Waterboy, will be on in two weeks to talk about the puzzle show. And then very excited to have John Bishop back um, from AMS Travel Sales. And he's going to give us an update on the recent trip that they took with one of our uh, geocache talk um, listeners up to they did the caching in the caching the waves as they went up through um, up to Alaska and we'll talk about Costa Rica a little bit Jesse fire it up man uh, yeah I'd love I really would like to, to make that trip possibility but there's other trips too uh, one thing oh, we'll, one thing we'll talk about with John John Bishop is that there are a lot of trips that are not just this one. There's a lot of them that are available. Oh, yeah. And John will talk about how geocaching uh, fits into um, travel uh, possibilities with AMS Travel. So um, so we're looking forward to that. This is, this is actually something that I, I've sparked on a couple of times now because um, we, we, we get a lot of the tour ships, the cruise ships, come into Tallinn Harbor. Tallinn, right. The amount of uh, you know, Americans and Canadians – 
that yep. hit our caches because I have a few tourist friendly caches in the center right. that hit those that have said, you know, we're, we're in on the cruise. So, you know, a lot of caches do take cruises. Well, um, yeah. yeah. Ironically, and then uh, not too long after those, those shows, we're going to have land monkey on and he's going <laughs> to talk about um, his trips that he trip. He just took to Iceland and went to, Estonia and got to got to hang with John Paulson. So that was kind of cool uh, that we've sort of made full circle with some of our shows that are out there and uh, got to meet, uh, you know, the, I, I was just so, it was kind of cool to hear they were going to Estonia. It's like, Oh, you got to see John Paul stop and say hi and all that. So that was kind of fun. So. Yeah. We, 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 we were lucky. Um, the, the organizers of the, of, of the cruise contacted mm-hmm. us uh, last year. Okay. And uh, when when they first started putting it all together, and asked if if we if I knew anybody that could help with organising the tour around Tallinn that would be kind of cash friendly and, yeah. and it, yeah. it, it worked out nicely because my wife is is a school teacher during uh-huh. the year right. generally, but summertime we get th- she gets ninety days off uh, during the summer, right. and uh, like many language teachers, uh, they are tour guides for Tallinn. Oh, perfect! So That's awesome. We, we actually put together a custom tour around the old town of Tallinn and some of the outer areas that included the, the best, best caches to hit along the way. Awesome. So, you know, that crew, that, that group had a, had a blast because they didn't have to explain to the tour guides, Oh, we need to stop here to get something. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's great. I love that. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments or questions at geocache talk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Geocache Talk or at Gary Slinkard, one word, or especially Instagram, Geocache Talk or Memphis Mafia. And, of course, our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Geocache Talk. Shook me found iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, well as the Geocache Talk uh, website. Um, don't forget to click on the subscribe button and ring the bell so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis and tell your friends about the show and have them listen in. And I was glad to hear that we had some international guests that were able to be live tonight because of the time frame. I know it's late uh, where John Paul is. It's 11 p.m. out there. Uh, yeah, for, for, now, yeah. for eleven thirty. I know we gotta get gotta let you go, uh, but I was glad, grateful to hear that. So anyway, uh, all right. Well, until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Buy some coins. Go to JPS Geo Designs <laughs> for sure, and buy some coins from John Paul. And go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.